0: All right, Jen. All right, Steph. So this one's a little pervy. All right. (laughs) All right. So once upon a time, there lived a beautiful queen with large breasts. (laughs) Sid, the dragon slayer, obsessed over the queen for this reason. He knew that the penalty for his desire would be death. Should he try to touch them, but he had to try. One day, Sid revealed his secret desire to his colleague, Nathan which is was a lawyer and the king's chief advisor. Oh, this is, okay. So this is modern So Nathan times. thought about this and said that he could arrange for Sid to more than satisfy his desire, but it would cost him a thousand gold coins to arrange it. Without pause, Sid readily agreed to the scheme. Now the next day, Nathan got a batch of itching powder and poured a little bit into the queen's bra while she bathed. Wow. Soon after she dressed, the itching commenced and grew intense upon being summoned to the royal chambers to address this incident Nathan informed the king and queen that only a special saliva if applied oh for God. four hours would cure this type of itch and Nathan advised that only the saliva of, a, of Sid would work as the antidote to cure the itch now this is a friend let me tell you No, oh, wow the king eager to help his queen quickly summoned Sid to their chambers Nathan then slipped Sid the antidote for the itching powder which he put into his mouth and for the next four hours Sid worked passionately on the queen's love Large and magnificent breasts. This is great. Okay, the queen's itchy was eventually relieved, and Sid left satisfied and hailed as a hero. So, upon returning to his chamber, Sid found Nathan demanding his payment of a thousand gold coins. Should have gotten the a thousand. May I just say, yeah. prior. yeah. With his obsession now satisfied, Sid couldn't have couldn't have cared less, knowing that Nathan could never report this matter to the king. And with a laugh, told him, "Get lost." So the next day, Nathan slipped a massive dose of the same itching powder into the king's underwear. Oh, God. The king immediately summoned Sid. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I told you it was a little burvy. Wow, wow. Yeah. Payback's a bitch. A bitch welcome to the coffee to wine sister time podcast a show where we talk about life love and everything in between pairing it with a good cup of coffee or a nice glass of wine i'm jen and i'm steph and this is the coffee to wine sister time podcast so we're still in the month of love that's the month of. I wonder if there's more crime of passion that occurs in this month. Or no, doesn't most crime happen during the summer months or something? Isn't there some sort of... No, during the holidays. It's a holiday, but isn't it also summer? You wonder if it's like, like the hot heat. Last time we talked about a case that happened on the 4th of July. Yeah, I know, but most, I mean, from what I remember, most crimes happen... During the holidays. During the holidays. Well, funny you said that. Because we ended on one big one that most people know about. Tell me. And that is Scott Peterson. And that happened. Is that a crime of passion or just a a crime of cheating? Well, remember that the crime of passion is about either a scorned, right, wife... Or a man desperate to dump his wife. No, that's not a crime of passion. Well, that's how we look at it. These are crimes of passion. These are the crimes that happen, right? That the te- one? The technical term, crime of passion, is or if you're it? killing in the heat of passion. That's the word you love. But, so I guess you're right. No, crime of passion crime is one of thing. passion, killing not the in, heat of passion. Killing in the heat of passion is another thing. Oh, boy. And probably people in that last episode are going to totally critique me. And I'm sorry, all my criminal defense attorneys out there. Oh, boy. Anyways, so... Tell me. Scott Peterson actually was on Christmas Eve, the case. What a dick. But you just said the holidays. I know, but I'm just saying, what a dick. So she was, Lacey Peterson was 27 years old. This is in 2002. She was 27? 27. Oh my gosh, And I look at photos of her, I feel like she's way older than me. Right, but it's kind of crazy. Wow. So. And she was Prego 27 years old, eight months pregnant. Uh Right. So she went missing on Christmas Eve of 2002 and of course went out for a massive search. And remember the husband was like, you know, all, you know, oh my God, my wife went missing yeah, 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 and she's yeah. pregnant and he avoided talking to the press, seemed detached, unemotional and was labeled uncooperative by police. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I remember this. And then on April 13, 2003, a fetus washed up near the marina where Scott, who had multiple affairs, said he'd been fishing the day Lacey vanished. And the following day, a badly decomposed female body that was later proven to be Lacey's was found in the same body of water. That's, so I the, the fetus know, was found first? I, did not, I didn't I didn't know, know about this. I didn't know the fetus that was that found. That is crazy. He was then arrested on April 18th. He had bleached his hair, grown a goatee, was found with an unusual assortment of items in his car. Okay, including four cell phones, his brother's ID, credit cards, a map to one of his mistress's house, a rope, a shovel, and more. Look, it's always suspicious if it when he's like go- a duck and talks like a duck, it's probably a duck. It's probably suspicious. Like, if you went to a store and said, you know what, I'm buying a shovel, tape, rope, and trash bags. I would look at the person <laughs> like... Um. Did you plan on doing something with all this together? No, how's your relationship? How's your marriage going? <laughs> oh, I'm just doing some yard work <laughs> to bury your wife. <laughs> but okay, so he's found guilty and now he's on death row. I mean, but it's funny because a friend of ours just watched a documentary on him, and she actually said that there were some like questionable things that you could. What Wonder is questionable about what well, I don't know was what documentary found. she watched, but she said that there was questionable things that could put the reasonable doubt. Yes. Yes. That's all you need. It's like a brick wall. All the defense attorney needs to do is peel out a few bricks and watch that wall crumble. Oh my God. And again, again, criminal defense attorney. Here's the thing though. Okay, so apparently he is he was unfaithful. And I multiple think, times. Yeah, I think it was multiple times. And But the thing is, his occupation, according to Wikipedia, was he was a fertilizer salesman. That is very interesting. The, the, the ground fertilizer? I'm not sure. But okay. here's the thing. But, okay, according to Wiki here, the, the most reputable most, news source most. ever. Okay. When he was engaged, uh-huh. they were engaged. Uh-huh. He had at least two extramarital affairs. So you're kind of starting off on the wrong foot already. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. And then apparently they got married. Apparently they reconciled, obviously. And now we know that he had an affair. So I'm wondering if this is why he tried to get rid of her. Now, here's the thing. If he didn't do it, who did it, right? Right. Why do we always stop at that? Like if this person's saying, I didn't do it, why do we stop looking for the person who actually did it? Right. I don't know. Like if I was sitting there wrongly accused, I'd be like, hello, let us find the person who actually did it then. Right. Okay. Casey but Anthony. Yes. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Here's the thing. And let's go back to this. He's having an affair. Uh-huh. Wow. His wife's pregnant. Right. Terrible. It is now the holidays. Everyone's excited. All this stuff. And he's having—you you, know—she did a whole bunch of stuff while well, pregnant. She was probably so thrilled first, be, you know babe, first oh, Christmas being pregnant. pregnant. Next one we're going to be having—it's a family, yeah. okay. And he's having an affair with a, a massage therapist. You know, this is always going great. Her name is Amber Frey. Now, imagine if you're Amber, mm, right? That sucks. Your your work—you get introduced to a guy, and things are going good. Yeah. He doesn't maybe live in town, but hey, I'm going to probably move, blah, 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 blah. Right? Right, right, And all of a sudden, one day you turn on the news. And bada boom, bing boom there you he is. You see the guy you're dating. It's like, uh... And he's, uh, his wife is missing. Okay, what'd she do? I think she actually ended up calling. Yeah, is, it, is that not what she did? I think she did. That was in a Lifetime movie. Uh, yeah, she ended up calling saying, um, like I was having an affair. I didn't even know I was having an affair. I thought he was a single man. Or maybe she knew that he was, but or maybe she thought he was separated. That's why I'd be like, look, I need divorce papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need all this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's just bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's our biggest one, right? Like, that we know more of, like, from our... I feel like that's more of a, not a crime of passion. It is a crime of passion. It is a crime of passion. He's trying to get rid of his wife so that he can freely live and that was their first child together so yeah, yeah. he wanted to rid of her and the yeah. baby so that he wouldn't have that it's just so he can like but you know and i think that's always the biggest question right like look if you don't want to be with me you want to be with like some massage therapist or a young young stallion that would be weird. Whatever. <laughs> really, for a young stallion. I, I don't know. That was the first word that popped in my head. Leave me I alone. was going to say it too, but then I kind of stopped. See? But you went with it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But if it just, no. Like, why don't you just leave the person? Like, like you it, said, it could be, you know, it's not going to be a simple divorce, it's going to be yeah. complicated. And now there's a child in play. Yeah. So it, it, it complicates things. All right. Well, now there's a case. The case of Gene Harris. And this was 1980. Ooh, tell me about Gene Harris. Gene Harris. Do I know Jean this Harris? Is 1980. Good year. Good year. The All year right. you were born. Yeah. She's a, a cultured, well heeled and genteel Gene Harris. Hardly looked like a murderess. Ooh. Oh, we, we just, we made her the murderess. Okay, on March 10th, 1980, the 56-year-old headmistress of the prestigious all-girls Virginia boarding school, the Madera Ma, Madeira School, made the five-hour drive from her home with a 32 caliber revolver in the car with her to purchase New York. Where she shot to death her lover, prominent cardiologist, another doctor, author of the best-selling, this is an actual book, the Complete Scarsdale Medical Diet. His name was Dr. Herman Tarnower. Tarnower. So she was a divorcee with two grown sons, and he was a dedicated bachelor, thirteen years her senior, and they had been lovers lovers for 14 years, 14. Okay. But he refused to marry her. And this is a sign. Okay. I always say five years is the make it or break it. Five years is already too long, but five years really makes it or break it, breaks, it. It <laughs> breaks it. It usually breaks. So he dated other women in the middle of this, like uh-huh. of their 14 years. Cause he didn't want to marry her. Obviously he wanted to be a bachelor uh-huh. and it pissed her off. And, but she tolerated it. Like she was probably one of those, but still ran back to him. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't until he began dating his 37-year-old secretary, Lynn Triforis. I'm probably totally butchering these people's names. That she became jealous, super jealous, super. And she ended up driving... Like I said, the drive up with this gun in tow. So obviously it's planned. like why are you taking this gun, right? You said, oh, she's planning this she's this is this is premeditary murder Premedi- pre, pre- premeditated premeditated premeditated. oh yeah, I'm like okay, but her defense was this, right? She stated she had planned to commit suicide after talking in person with him one last time. Jen's face is priceless. But it took her five hours to drive to him to commit suicide. Apparently, she wanted to commit suicide. So, right just in front commit, of him. commit suicide out of your home. So, when she arrived at the house, she noticed his lover's, his new lover, right? Lingerie in the bedroom. And an argument ensued. And apparently, he said to her, Jesus, Gene, you're crazy. Get out of here. And according, yeah, that makes sense. according to Harris, a struggle over the gun ensued when Harris told Tarnower she was going to kill herself. Now, prosecutors disputed her claim, noting that she had placed extra ammunition in her pocket before confronting Tarnower. She just in case maybe she missed while committing suicide. Oh, darn. Let me try again. <laughs> she shot him four times at close range. Ooh. Four times. She later reported that she tried phoning for help from the upstairs bedroom, but the phone was not working. Shocking. I don't know. So go to another phone. Yeah. I mean, back then we didn't have cell phones, right? But Uh, she left in her car Mm. to get help. Oh, of course. (laughs) Did she get help in Virginia? Not knowing... That the housekeeper had already phoned the police after hearing gunshots. There's a housekeeper in the house. Where did she call the police from? Virginia? I don't know. They saw, Harris saw police cars head in the direction of Tarno. And she, al- home she headed the opposite direction? While she was driving past. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I'm going to go get help. There's cops. I'm going to go this way. She turned her car around and followed the police cars oh. back to his home. Oh, good. She was ultimately arrested and booked for second degree murder. She pled not guilty, insisting that the shooting was an accident and in that the gun had gone off accidentally and, Four re- times. and repeatedly <laughs> while he tried to wrestle it away from her. It just kept going off in his chest. <laughs> That's just so weird. <laughs> now, listen. Here's the thing, though. And again, here are these situations, right? Oh, reasonable doubt. Hit me. No. Oh. She was found, obviously, guilty. Was she found guilty? I believe so. Um, let's see here. It says, sorry, as I'm trying to pick up so I'm not getting all the law stuff here. Um, they ordered her confined to a f- correctional facility for women in Uh New York for the minimum Uh of 15 years to life. Okay. Numerous appeals followed the conviction, but the higher courts determined that she had received a fair trial. Right. 15 years is nothing. That's nothing Nothing. for accidentally going off four times, let me tell you. In close range on his chest, okay. (laughs) While serving her sentence, she made it her mission to improve the education of fellow inmates in her facility. Remember, she was a headmistress of a school. Oh, so she did good. So she began programs in which women could work toward obtaining their GEDs or college degrees while in in prison. Maybe she should have taught them how to you know, accidentally shoot somebody and in the midst of trying to commit suicide, suicide, I don't know what, so I get it. There was a book written in the books chapter for love of high H Y. Both men come to the conclusion that Harris was innocent, of second degree murder, and that Harris had engaged in a struggle for the murder weapon, a pistol with Tarnower, who was attempting to take the pistol away from Harris. Their evidence was based upon unused police photographs and a 1984 inspection of the murder scene, which had been preserved for four years. But, uh, mm, okay. Mm, mm. So 11 years after Harris's conviction, Governor Mario, Mario Cuomo commuted, commuted, am I saying that word right? The remainder of her, of her sentence on December 29th, 1992. Oh. as she was being prepped for quadruple bypass heart surgery. Wow. She was relieved from, released from prison by the parole board and initially planned to live in a cabin in New Hampshire, but later moved to the Whitney Center, a retirement home in Hamden, Connecticut. She died of natural causes on December 23rd, 2012, at an assisted living center in Connecticut at the age of 89. Wow. And she is survived or was survived by her sons, David and Jimmy. Again. Now imagine like you have a mom who is having an affair uh-huh. And the, For the, 14 years with a man who dead? doesn't want to marry you. Like uh, at that point, wouldn't you be like, mom? Uh, yeah. And like any uh, anyone, right? If I turn to you, it'd be like, Jen, 14 years, really? Like yeah. we've all met those women that just... St- stick by that guy. Just let go. Yeah. Like they go, we, but, and then that guy always comes around when they need that. I I feel horrible in saying this, that booty call, right? (laughs) Oh, that other girl's not around. Oh, but I can still call that one that sticks around. Right. So they give them a call. And for some reason, those women run back thinking, oh, things will be great. Like, oh, maybe this time it'll be different. No, girlfriend, it's not going to be different. I'm going to be honest with you. So let me turn the table, Stephanie. <laughs> let me let me ask you the question now. Shoot. So you are the single one here. You meet a guy, and he tells you, you know, you guys are starting to fall for each other. It's like, oh, hearts everywhere. And he one day turns to you and goes, Stephanie, I need to tell you something. Um, so my mom was actually convicted, um, later exonerated, but she was convicted, served uh, 15 years in federal prison. Um or prison, excuse me, because she killed a man that she was having an affair with. Um, she was wrongly accused. It was self-defense. Um, just want to let you know that my mom did that. It, th- this is silence. <laughs> Not because we press stop on the record, but because Stephanie doesn't know how to respond to this. It's like you're looking at your, like, is this still playing? Yeah, it's still playing. Um, <laughs> Um, here's the thing. Oh, this is enough. Answer. You'd be like, um, like, so here's the it? thing. She, um, she I have to had go. An affair. When you say affair, she was, had a 14 year affair. Was she married? No. No. Was he married? He was with other women during the time. Why the shit did she keep writing? Oh, she's a weak woman. She, no. <laughs> yeah. she, oh, no, I'm bashing. I'm bashing his mother. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. He no longer wants to be with you because you've already... <laughs> yeah, I'm he already may murder bashing. you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um. um yeah. This. That's uh, a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow, no? Uh, yeah, but... Oh, Here's the thing. This woman... You're now decided to go like, okay, apeshit or, you know, whatever the expression is. Like you go cray cray. 14 years. 14 years, girlfriend. Yeah. Let me, wasn't no, Hold on. 14 years. The man doesn't want to marry you. What do you think is going to, all of a sudden it's going to click and one day say, hey, you know what? I want to marry you. And then guess what? What does he do? He finds a young little bitch. I'm sorry. No offense. A 37-year-old. Think about it. Miss Jean Harris here is already 13 years his junior, so God knows how much younger this young broad is. But he chose her. Now you're really hurt. And then you get in a car and you put a gun in the car with you? What What do you think going to happen? I'm going to go up there to kill myself? So, so you wouldn't stay with this guy? Her Are son? You, yeah. <laughs> that was the question. How would you react to that? Like him saying all this to you? Obviously. Oh, this is how you would react. I don't know what I would... I'm just thinking... That's good. You wish you could sit there and you could shake her and be like, first of all, 14 years... Let's start there. 14 years. Why did you waste 14 years? Wasn't there, correct me if I'm wrong, an astronaut that... Girl... Put a diaper on and drove like hours. Jesus, was it? Yeah. Let me. All right, hold up, because there's like big stories, big stories. Yeah, but this one said Lisa Nowak. Is that her? The year was 2007. She put an adult diaper on and drove for hours. I don't know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to look up astronauts. We're gonna have to go. But here's here's just a quick summary. Tell me. Tell me. So she had a two-year relationship Uh uh with a fellow NASA astronaut. See, there it is. William O Something. Ophelin. I don't know. And she found herself on the outs as he romanced a pretty Air Force captain named Colleen Shipman. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. So for a while, he kind of was seeing both of them. Nice. Okay, at the same time. Nice. Saying, hey, which one do I really want? Do I want the oldie or one, like oldie but goodie? Or do I want something new and adventurous? Okay. Okay. But hey, this is what you do, right? You keep the old one around just in case it doesn't work out with the new one. You still have the old one around. Exactly. And the old one should be like, you know what? Screw, Screw you, you. asshole. Yep. But yep. you didn't. Yeah. So here's the thing. So at some point, he went up to oldie but goodie, Lisa. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Hey, you know what? I want the newbie. I want Shipman, Colleen. But she I was married, be, right? I want to be exclusive. I don't know. No, she was. So you're gonna, you're gonna informed. I'm just giving you a quick summary. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it was fueled by jealousy. Oh yes. So Lisa, who is married, mother of three, Jennifer, yeah, three. a son and twin girls. Jesus. She attempted to, um, to accosted Shipman." And attempted to pepper spray her. She attempted to pepper spray Colleen, the newbie, as she was getting into her car at Orlando International Airport on February fifth. But she was able to drive off, and Nowak was arrested on the spot and charged with attempted kidnapping, battery, attempted vehicle burglary with battery, and destruction of evidence. And she was she did plead guilty. Um, to reduce charges and was fired from NASA. Shocking. <laughs> Maybe she's obsessed with some other guy. And guess what? What, what, what? Um, William and Colleen announced their engagement in the summer of 2009 and went in 2010. Well, if that ain't like, wow. Okay. Give us, give us the full. So here's a scorned woman. These are two cases of scorned women. And maybe even in the case of Scott Peterson, she was a little upset, right? She, and she called the cops, like, well, or maybe, right? I don't no, know if but, she's scorned, she, but go ahead. But see, you're missing the the the, the main I part just gave of this. It a real, s- yeah, small. and it was a, no offense, it was a shitty, like, <laughs> summary version of this because the the biggest thing here is is that she drove. 900 miles from Houston to Orlando, where she was like stalking him with a wig and a trench coat. And she looks so she wore, normal when you go wore, on Wiki. Listen to me. She wore adult, <laughs> adult diapers so she wouldn't have to stop anywhere. And she like peed and whatever in her adult diapers so, she, to wouldn't, get, pull, so she, wouldn't, she wouldn't stop. Yeah. But what if she needed to put gas in the car? She probably did. Interesting. Okay, go ahead. Tell yeah, us more. and then and then that's you know when she got to the airport, she spent a couple of hours waiting for delayed luggage before taking a shuttle bus to parking. Nowak, wearing a wig and trench coat, rode with Shipman, the new girlfriend, right? Yeah, in a shuttle bus. Um, Shipman then spotted Noak. Whose attire made her look out of place, and hurried to her car. Noak then approached Shipman, claimed her boyfriend hadn't show up, showed up, and asked for a ride. Not letting Noak into the car, Shipman offered a call to help. When Shipman slightly opened her car window, Noak allegedly pepper sprayed her. But then Shipman was able to drive away, and they apprehended Noak. But that's where they found, investigator investigators found hundreds of dollars in cash, printouts of personal emails between. Ophelin Ophelian whatever, in yeah. shipment pepper spray, a knife, rubber tubing. What the f was she gonna do with that? Gloves, a BB so gun. So she was really a playing b- b- a BB gun, not a gun, a BB <laughs> gun. She was gonna like pellet him to death, and a mallet, and a computer disc that oh, held no, images. Oh no, I don't think it had anything to do with him. She wanted to just get rid of her. Oh, and the disc held images of bondage scenes in Noak's belongings. Her car reportedly also contained diapers. However, these apparently were not NASA diapers. Um, Nowak's attorney would later claim that there were toddler diapers in the car due to the family's evacuation during the 2005 hurricane. That's a lie. She definitely was wearing them. (laughs) Well, you know, she actually was in 2007 um, diagnosed with obsessive-compulsive personality disorder. Yeah, they think that NASA may have affected her state of mind. Oh, is that what we're going to use? That's her defense, is that uh, it's, it affected her state of mind. Yeah, she had Asperger. That's definitely not anything to do with NASA. Uh, a single episode of major depressive disorder and a brief psychotic disorder with Mark Stressors. Oh, my God. She pled insanity and her criminal case is now sealed. No one can see it. <gasps> So is she Wow insanity pleas are hard to get and she got it. Adult diapers, adult diapers. <laughs> that was it. That, so- that was it. So it what, what is she where is she but now? But yeah, no. she was dismissed her status. It- oh, dismissed from NASA. But where is she now? The judge taking her status as a first-time offender into account gave her a year of probation and community service and directed her to write shipment a letter of apology. You, would you want a letter of an apology? I just think that sentence is pretty bullshit, you know? But, we, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, her family said that she suffered from um, OCD, insomnia, and depression. Insomnia, yes, because she put on adult diapers and drove for 900 oh, so miles. She's actually living out in Texas right now. Wow. Uh, quietly in Texas where she's working in the... Pre- you think her husband stayed with her? I don't think so. Could you imagine? How about those three kids? How are they doing? Well, you know, my mom kind of like went cray-cray. Like she was, you know. What What solution do you think would have happened? Let's think about this. You get in the car, and again, <laughs> it's that moment, right? You're so she had upset. 900 miles to think about this. You realize this, right? <laughs> 900 gets- miles she had to think about, what am I going to do once I get there? <laughs> it makes me think of... Okay, this is a weird example. We we once was at a country concert. We, we once, once at, was at. We once w- was at. I think what we once were at. Yes. Thank you for correcting my grammar. You're we, welcome. We were once at a country concert, and it was Jason Aldean performing. And I just remember this girl got on the stage, somehow managed to get on stage, and it was like those long, like there was a like a catwalk. Yeah, a catwalk towards him, and she... Towards him, and, his face, and like, his face was like terrified. One, but even she was surprised. Like, once she reached him, she came to a complete halt. Because at that point, you're like, shit I never expected to get to this point. point. Like, what do I do now? And so, that's why I think, like, once you get there, like. Were you really going to... I mean, obviously, she She went through. But, I mean, seventy. the girl jumped on the stage. That was, like, a moment, right? That's, like, one (laughs) of those... That was a crime of passion. We're we're talking (laughs) about someone that drove her 900 miles. I think after 100 miles, your brain just starts going, you know what, eff it, I'm going to do this. (laughs) And, like, you just start thinking of more scenarios in your head and you're like by mile mile 899 you're like yes i got the whole thing planned out in my head like literally there's no way her husband didn't wonder where she was oh no drove pretty fast it's like oh she's gone for a few hours The woman was wearing adult diapers you know maybe she goes away for a day oh i'm gonna go visit a friend for a day okay cool you know three kids you left behind and a husband i don't know 900 miles perhaps she called him and said hey honey all is good in the world and kept driving adult diapers stephanie she didn't have to like do much you have to put gas in the car i wonder if they found snacks in the car (laughs) To me, that's important. Did they find I snacks? I just keep thinking, like, what were you thinking? Okay. What you, were you thinking? <laughs> I'm going to go pepper spray a woman with a BB gun and a pepper... What is she going to ta- do with and it? And then she was going to tie her up what and kidnap the- her. Where was she taking her? Well, she had rubber tubing, so perhaps she was going to bury her alive, put the tube there. Where was she going with her? I don't uh, know. And then once you got her, what do you, What was your ultimate goal? Would, would he leave... Leave who? He had no one to leave. You know what would happen? In her head, probably by like mile, I don't know, 442, (laughs) she probably thought to herself, well, if I kill her, you know, he'll probably be like, I'll go back to you. Oldie but goodie. Oldie but goodie. Because the newbie's gone. (laughs) And so at this point, she's like planning their whole marriage. Divorcing the husband, the kids will stay with the uh, the ex husband. She's gonna move down to Florida, where she's currently driving to with adult <laughs> diapers on, uh, where he lives. And bada bing, bada boom, there you go. Her whole life, all she has to do is get rid of that one little obstacle, one obstacle. We, okay, <laughs> that just that one little obstacle, not not like. Not like I got to take a test or, you know, I have to pass the driving, whatever. Not, not like no, no. he's going to miss just, a girl. I just have. No. Like, Stephanie. I mean, obviously he really liked, he At married mile her. mile 800, she's already fabricated the story to help him cope with the missing of this person. She probably already wrote the note also of, I'm sorry, I can't be with you anymore. The old, the the new girl, you know, quote unquote, wrote a letter. Oh, Yeah. Was that there? No, it's not, but I can only imagine this is what's going on in this woman's head. Like, how embarrassing of a story this is. Now you're on Wikipedia for this. You wore adult diapers. You literally Google astronaut killer, and the first thing that pops up is with adult diapers. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're known for. That's what you're known for. Because you were that obsessed with a man. You you had a man, and you needed another Uh, one. I'm just looking for one. Love (laughs) makes people crazy. What the shit? Isn't there a Taylor Swift song about that? <laughs> Has she gone this crazy yet? Yeah, she had an old album where she was a little bit cuckoo. Just a few of those. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, she probably got a lot of inspiration from this song. If we hear a song about a diaper, you know where she got that song from. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, go in hiding, go in hiding. Yeah. Hey, hey, new boyfriend of yours, whatever his name is. It's some crazy shit. It yeah. is some crazy ass shit. Is it a is a man that worth it? Like. If he didn't choose... And it's always like that. They didn't choose you. They chose someone else. Yes, it hurts. Yes, you want to... eh, Maybe. But you're not really going to act on it now, are you? No, no. You just keep... You don't get in the car with adult diapers, with pepper spray and rope and you... A BB gun. Don't forget the BB gun. That's planning. That is planning. That is planning. That is planning. planning. You know, Jean got in her car and drove five hours too. These women get in cars. Yeah. We got to take away keys from women that want to wanna, 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 wanna get in the car. <laughs> Should we take the keys away from you? <laughs> because I'm trying to think. You know, have we ever had a friend that maybe was like, I'm so upset and got in a car. Did to, we ever have a friend that did yeah, that? Yeah, I'm trying I, to wonder. No. And it's like, do you grab the keys and say, I don't think this is a good idea? You should don't not. You should not. Yeah, no. You don't know what you're going to think. Next thing you know, have your BB gun. You got pepper spray. You got some sort of weapon, maybe a baseball bat. I don't know. Shit's going to go bad. It's not going to end good. It's not, obviously, you're going to end up on Wikipedia and the story is going to be all ass backwards about you. And that's how you're going to go down in a diaper, in a car, and whatever else. Well, then, <laughs> I, uh, I wow, yes, that is not how I want to go down. Not on Wiki. As a Wikipedia story about adult diapers. No. No, and she was an astronaut. I feel bad for this woman. I don't yeah. feel bad for her, but I can't yeah, feel anywhere bad for her. And we celebrating, no, ce- there's nothing to celebrate. The Challenger, 36 years, that's insane. Yeah, I know. 36? I know. Did I say 34. Thirty six. It was it, it. happened the year I was born. No, it was nineteen eighty six. I, I told you it was a year after. Know, so it's thirty five years. See, I got the six right. You just didn't want to become. A, you didn't want me to become an astronaut. <laughs> now you people know were, why. <laughs> 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 this makes sense. You like. You knew this shit goes down. You knew that I would be the one driving the car with the adult <laughs> diapers on. You're like, she can't become one. It had nothing to do with the challenger. You know, the difference is, though, if that was you driving, you know I'd be calling you and be like, yo, where are you at? Like, Um, I know you'd be in the seat next to me. (laughs) Jen, do you need me to change your diaper for you? I got you. I got you, boo. (laughs) Do you You need need a snack? I I brought snacks too. (laughs) Do you need some coffee? Cause boo boo, I got you. There's four <laughs> thermoses in the back. I got Yetis. You know it keeps that coffee warm. <laughs> oh oh wow. Well then, Valentine's Day fun. Um, yeah. So uh, don't go driving 900 miles. Please don't with don't adult go, diapers don't, don't go to go pepper anywhere. spray your lover's new. Look, girlfriend yeah no no just don't do it it's not worth it guys there are it's better, not worth it there's better fish i don't know where they are i'm still looking for the lake but or the ocean or the whatever how about just an aquarium <laughs> oh maybe i should go to an aquarium yeah yeah go go to the aquarium stephanie um yeah and on that night <laughs> n- night <laughs> I'm so disheveled right now by all this. On that night with driving. On on that night with driving. (laughs) (sighs) Guys, have a fantastic (laughs) Valentine's Day. Be with your loved ones. And don't get in the car. And (laughs) If you get upset. If you feel the urge to buy adult diapers and drive far, just don't do it. Just don't. Just don't. Oh, man, on that note, (laughs) adios, Peace.